All right, let's get started, you guys. We're going to okay. do this show, all right? Where we talk about magic. We're going to talk about magic, and you're listening to Turn One Soul Ring. I'm Kevin Smith. And I'm Eric Grenfell. Rylan, you're back again. It's Rylan Clark. He's back. Back to talk about modern cards from Modern Horizons. That's right. But you might talk about them if they're commander cards too, right? Yeah, I do enjoy me some commander. That's right, yeah. So this is part two of our set review episode. We're going to be wrapping things up today with green, gold, and colorless cards. Before we get to the cards, we're going to cover a piece of magic news that we always cover in our shows. That's not the right page. We're going to talk about the Oathbreaker format, which is a commander variant format. It's like if Brawl was good. Sure, because that wasn't. <laughs> no, that was rough. And no, Brawl was Brawl was cool, but it rotated. Yeah. It could have worked, but that was the only thing holding it back, is that it was standard legal cards, and, and they rotated. Uh, so the way that Oathbreaker works is each deck is led by a Planeswalker designated as that deck's Oathbreaker and an instant or sorcery designated as the signature spell. Uh, the Oathbreaker format was created by weirdcards.org, which is the website you can uh, use to find all the details, uh, the ban list. There's about 44 cards that are on the ban list. It's very similar to Commander in its ban list. Um, the Oathbreaker variant uses all normal rules for Magic the Gathering uh, gameplay with the following additions. An Oathbreaker game is a multiplayer game. The default setup is the free-for-all variant with the attack multiple players option and without the limited range of influence option. When I used to play um, multiplayer with, um, when we would play tabletop magic, we would play it so you could only attack to your left and block to your right. I don't know if you guys ever did that. No, I, I was. That's, that's I, I, interesting. I've never done that though. Okay. Uh, an additional rule: each deck has a planeswalker designated as its oathbreaker. This des designation is not a characteristic of the object represented by the card; rather, it is an attribute of the card itself. The card retains this designation even when it changes zones. So it is an eternal format. You can play with most cards in Magic's history. Just like Commander, if you have to recast your Oathbreaker, the Planeswalker, in the Command Zone, it does cost an additional two, and the same goes for your Signature Spell. So you can't have cards in your deck that are outside of your Oathbreaker's color identity. Sure. And the Signature Spell also has to fall in that color identity. So that's pretty much, the deck has to be 60 cards, and that includes the signature spell and the commander. So you're really playing with uh, a deck of 58 cards. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so smaller decks than commander. Um, what are the life totals? Are they still? The life totals are 20. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah, because it's a 60-card deck, so I guess it's just, it'll be faster maybe in commander in some ways. Yeah, it'll be faster. In some ways, like not, like if we're just like, Taking out the really fast combo decks, right? Of course. <clears throat> yeah. And I think if it gains popularity, I might build a deck. I haven't yeah. really thought about the Planeswalker I'd build a deck around. We just had the Planeswalkers from Commander 19. 
it's pretty interesting how you also get like a spell, I think. That's very cool. Yeah. And that it's that you can play with an instant. It, it, you know, so you can cast that at instant speed, which could be super powerful. Is it any spell or is it an instant or sorcery? It's an instant or sorcery spell. Okay. Yeah, it has specifically, you know, the, the spelliest of spells. Sure, like, yeah. When we think of a spell, it's like something that you'd like do with your hands, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's anything else about the format that we haven't talked about. Uh, I did say that it was uh, a similar ban list to Commander. It's an eternal format. You can play almost any card from from Magic's history. And I think if any shop in the city was going to have an event for it, it would probably be Fusion. They seem to be on the ball with a lot of new formats or things that... Well, they even did stuff for... Um... Brawl. Okay. Yeah, they did. What were you going to say? Um, what was that one that was gonna like be the new modern oh, a little front, bit ago? Frontier. Frontier. They yeah. even were in on Frontier and stuff too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, they did do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they could see this, but this is interesting. I like it. Yeah, it is. It is cool, and it, you know, and and like we're we're we've talked about this. We are people that like fast games. We like you know, or or fast playing. Yeah, you know, not necessarily fast games, and you know, this makes for. Faster gameplay. For Easier sure. to shuffle a 60 card deck than 100 cards. Even double sleeved. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with that. We might be doing some deck techs in the future. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's move on to the cards. We're going to start with green. And the first card on our list is Hex Drinker. Hex Drinker is one green for a snake. Hex Drinker is a 2 1 and it has level up for one. Uh, level up reads, put a level counter on this level up. Put a level counter on this, level up only as a sorcery. I didn't see that, period. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> level uh, you level up to 4-4, uh, four, four, which that, those are levels 3 to 7, and that has protection from instance, and levels 8 plus is a 6-6, six, six, protection from Everything. Everything. That's that's so good. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Well, edict effects. Yeah, would would do it. Or it still gets or you. yeah, or yeah. or board wipes. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, the way I like to see this card is as a like four four for four, and it has protection from instance mm-hmm. with yeah. a little bit of downside. So like yeah. you don't want to play this when your opponent has like mana up if you're trying to get it to that 4-4 state because they could have the removal spell. Absolutely. So yeah. it's a card you would really want to play carefully because then once you have protection from instance, most removal is instant. Yeah. And, yeah. They were, and they were very careful originally with level up by making it a sorcery because if it was an instant, you just wait until somebody uses removal on it and then you and then respond. Just level it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what, what I love about this card is the level up cost is just one colorless mana. Yeah, so if great. you have the mana, you can pump it up to a 6-6 six, six, uh, with protection from everything in the same turn. Makes it pretty much almost playable in modern. That's what I was thinking. Um, yeah. I can see it seeing some play in the, um, the green stompy deck that's in modern. Yeah. Um, it's not a very high tier deck, but it's still, it's still there. It does some stuff. It's a fun deck. Yeah. So this yeah. can get there, I think. Yeah, that's potential. Yeah. yeah, and the art on this card is super cool. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you can pull, find a way to proliferate the counters on this thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And we just got a lot of proliferate tech. Yeah. yeah. More so. of the spark. Um, with level up as well, the creature does start at level zero. 
So when it says level three to seven, you do have to spend the three mana to get it to level three. Oh, it does start at level zero. It's level zero, level yeah. 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 That's true. It's like when you're born, you, you're not one yet. Exactly. But you're in your first you're, year. Yeah. You're right? in your first day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, the next card is a uh, another mythic, right? Another mythic, and it's yeah. an enchantment. Um, we got uh, we got arts of some hydras going on there. Is that um, what it is? I thought it was a bush. I guess a bush with snake heads, maybe. <laughs> What's the difference, right? <laughs> <laughs> so unbound flourishing is two of anything in a green. Whenever you cast a permanent spell with a mana cost that contains X, double the value of X. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell or activate an ability, if that spell's mana cost or that ability's activation cost contains X, copy that spell or ability. You may choose new targets for the copy. Hey, you could cast that uh, X Nissa Planeswalker, Steward of Elements. Just double that and up. It's doubled up. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what her ultimate is, but you could get there. You could cast Banefire and do a double Banefire. No, it's got to be a permanent spell. Have you cast an instant sorcery, sorcery spell? The second part I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, I didn't even Sorry. see that. It's bigger, too. Yeah. Man, I read that whole part, too. <laughs> yeah, but that was for the listeners. That wasn't yeah. for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is sort of like a Hydra modern deck. Um, you just play some Hydras. There's some pretty good ones out there. So if this is on the battlefield, they do double up. Um, it's not like the best, but... Um, yeah, this is probably going to be like a, a bulk mythic. More, more so on the bulk end. I think, like, in Commander, like, I think this will... I don't know if it's going to be bulk. I think Commander players are going to want this card. What is bulk? Oh, I didn't even notice that little guy there. Yeah. Okay, that, that puts it... That's a good scale. Um, but what, what what designates a card as bulk? Like, what does the price have to be? Oh, me for me, bulk is, like, 50 cents. 50 cents, like, 50, Even a dollar, cents. I think, is bulk. Yeah, like yeah. Bulk, bulk rare yeah. is, like, a dollar. This card will be, like, five bucks or ten bucks. Like this card is not going to be nothing. No, no, yeah, no. It be, does stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, this, is a, this is a decent card. It is a decent card. Yeah, yeah I just really like that. Um, there's the one green Hydra that has, like, protection from blue. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm not, I'm not disputing that. Yeah, no, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> Doing <laughs> but, well for uh, naming off the cards today. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this card I think has potential in, in Commander and you can kind of, I don't know if you build your deck around it, but uh, there's a lot of good X spells. Absolutely. Yeah. It could be your secret Commander. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like this card for Commander. Mist Cutter Hydra. It's just one green and X. Uh, it can't be countered. Haste and protection from blue, and it enters with X one of the counters on it. So, wow, that's okay. pretty good. It's actually a good, yeah. <laughs> it is a good card. Yeah. yeah. All right, Eric is gonna do the modern Hydra's deck. We're gonna see how it goes. We're gonna it, talk. It's kind of a thing. There is like a uh, goldfish video of Seth playing it. It seems kind of fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those, we know we know those fun decks always win tournaments. Oh, yeah, totally. Let's, let's, let's take it to Fusion one night. And play yes. control and see how you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't counter a Miscutter Hydra. It's got Ace. I'm getting in there. It's <laughs> like, true, actually. Is, yeah, uh, you can't counter it. It's on the battlefield swing. Is blue-white control just like the bane of all of our existences? I just am not fond of it. <laughs> it's, you know what? It just takes too long. That's my issue with it. Win faster. Yeah. I like I like control and I like counter spells. Me too. But also like for me it's the it's the aspect of when you're playing against control and you know that they're in they've won. They're in control. But the game's not over. Like they haven't won. So it's like but maybe it's we'll like, go to time? No, it's just like you know you can't win, but they they're not gonna win for like forever. And it's just 
it just feels stupid. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, it definitely feels like this stick isn't worth the carrot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Moving on to the rares and green. The rars. <laughs> Rar. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's a bear. <laughs> uh, you. Uh... You, you could have done roar, and you would have been fine. Yeah. But, yeah, but Rar is like a... The Wars of yeah. <laughs> A Eula Queen Among Bears. Uh, yeah, there's no confusing the, the name of this card. No. One and a green for a bear. She's a 2-2. I think it's a girl. I think it's like a lady name. But, sure, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to assume. You know, yeah. gender is fluid. Whenever another bear enters the battlefield under your control, choose one. Put two 1-1 one, one counters on target bear... Target bear you control fights target creature you don't control. I almost read it. Uh, target bear you control fights target bear you don't control. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's bears. <laughs> that would make it so much worse. That would be <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> it would be embarrassing. <laughs> this card is already uh, not great. <laughs> not great. Though I still want to play it because it does look it does look okay, but it's not great. It's a two-two for two. Yeah, and it's got abilities. Yeah, which I like. Like the the in, in Magic's history, the bears are always. Yeah, two, and now two people got their bear commander. That's yeah. right. Even though they already had it with uh, Morphin, but we're gonna get to that. Yeah. Any any tra any trap on that one? Um, yeah, you know, build a bear deck, have some fun. Sure. That's what I think. Ooh, I like this card a lot. This is Collector Oof. One and a green for uh, an oof. There's an oof. You guys, how do you guys say it? Oof. Yeah. Like, I guess. Oof. Well, well, you say it a little differently, right? No, I, I said that, oof. Okay. I've, I've, it maybe, could be like... I've heard like oofy. Oof, or like oofe. Like oofe. But like oofe. Oofe would have the EX so on the would have an EX onto goo. <laughs> <laughs> Showing off his uh, French prowess here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that settles it. It is oof. It's oof. Uh, so it's a 2-2. Activated abilities of artifacts can't be activated. Uh, just, I love it. It's, uh, it's. I'm definitely going to be slotting this into my Yisson deck. I already run a Null Rod in that deck, and Null Rod is just two colorless mana for an artifact. Activated abilities of artifacts can't be activated. Um, but with Yisson, you can search for this. Um, in modern, Stony Silence. Oh yeah, no, it's great. It's a great yeah. sideboard card, yeah. right? Yeah. And this is essentially the same thing. It's just easier to remove. Exactly. And, and green. Easier to remove. It's in green. But uh, the best thing about this is that you can collect a company into it. Mm. Oh yeah. Because, I didn't even think which, of that. Yeah, which eventually, I mean, Wizards is just basically putting all the best enchantment and artifact abilities onto creatures now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, you can collect a company into this, which makes it great. And, and then also other tutors that are in the uh, format, like Court of Calling and stuff, you can just yeah, get this you, guy still too. Yeah, you can cord into it, yeah, and you yeah. can collect a company into it. It's great. So unlike with Sony Silence, where it's harder to tutor out, like this is... Yeah, and that yeah. and that effect is so powerful, right? Because yeah. because we've seen a lot of cards in Magic's history where artifact abilities are shut down, but mana abilities of those artifacts can still be activated. Yeah, but this, this is just, just everything. You're done. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like this card a lot. I like it for Commander. I like it for Modern. I think it's gonna see play. Yeah. All right, this is the last force card we're going to be talking about. Because the other two just aren't worth it. No, they're bad. Yeah. Force of Vigor. 
It's two and two green for an instant. If it's not your turn, you may exile a green card from your hand rather than pay this spell's mana cost. Destroy up to two target artifacts and or enchantments. This card's great. Yeah, I think it's great. Because yeah. even if you uh, even if you cast it for free, you're not getting two for one. Exactly. Which is always things. which is always the trouble with these these cards that are free but they have an alternate cost except yeah. like the packed cycle because you just get to pay but it still feels like you're getting two for one yeah even with that cycle of cards um yeah i think this is going to replace a lot of you know any of you that are still running naturalize in your decks you know replace it with this card for sure yeah <clears throat> yeah i mean you could potentially get four targets with this so with this and or enchantments and you can hit one or the other, and yeah, it's a really good card. Fantastic art. So you can hit two artifacts and two enchantments. Yes, and. Yeah, shit. Oh, wow, is it? Yeah. I didn't. Oh my yeah. goodness, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's so much better. So yeah, you're getting, this... you're getting, t you're two for fouring. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Your opponents. Oh, this card got just got so much better. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think this is the best force. I think. Four, I think you're blue, right. The yeah. The blue one is very good, but I think this one is up there. Could be the best one. Yeah. I think it's also like uh, for sure a sideboard card in modern. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. And what I just thought about too, which could be nice too, is uh, sometimes in green, like if you have like noble hierarchs in the late game and you have them in your hand, you don't really need them or like a birds, you just oh, pitch yeah. your birds and this. There you and go. There you go. You don't need your bird. And... and then it can also get you under like troubling situations yep. because blood moon is a thing in the format. And so true. if you're locked down by Blood Moon, you don't need to pay mana for this guy yeah. and you can get rid of the Blood Moon. It's very true. Also, running around recently with the new Karn is Mycosynth Lattice. Uh. If you're locked out of the game with the Mycosynth Lattice, you can get out of it with Force of Vigor. Yeah, that's true too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's definitely sideboard. Like, we're going to see it. Yeah, this card's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on. Genesis. You know, like this the is... Band? Uh, <laughs> who's uh, who's Genesis again? Uh, that's, is it uh, Sting? No. No, that was Phil Collins. Yeah, Phil Collins is yeah, Genesis. That's right. He was the drummer yeah. and the singer. Yeah. Which is tough to do. It is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Phil Collins, but you know, it's, it's I respect that. To that's yeah. tough to do. Yeah. Also, Tarzan soundtrack. Great soundtrack. The Disney Tarzan movie. Is that? Mm. That was Phil Collins. Yeah. Oh, okay. He did All the right. whole soundtrack. Good job, man. Yeah. Good work, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Genesis. Not 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 a super spicy card, but just a great reprint. Genesis is four and a green for a, a he's an incarnation four four. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Genesis is in your graveyard, you may pay two and a green. If you do, return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. So you know he just sits in there, and you can just keep returning creatures upkeep after upkeep and you know you're playing green you're playing creatures they're gonna get destroyed this card's a whole lot of value yeah it's just great and like i don't know what the price was uh before it got reprinted in modern horizons it i, don't, I think it was around ten dollars something like that but you know it's just a, a card that's gonna lower the price for commander players i don't know if it's gonna see any play in modern but just a good reprint yeah. Yeah. No modern, but yeah. great commander. Yeah. Good command card. Yeah. Okay, regrowth. We're moving on to uncommons here. Regrowth is one in a green for a sorcery. Return target card from your graveyard to your hand. What do you guys think modern? 
It's hard to say this will see modern play, but uh, it's this is like an alpha cards, I believe. Yes. So it's yes. very it's very cool to have alpha cards in modern. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Because like I like I'll uh, at one time in my mono green Tron deck in modern, I was running Noxious Revivals in my sideboard, which is a uh, it's an instant, and it costs one green Phyrexian, Phyrexian. mana, and you put a card from your graveyard on top of your library, so it's less restrictive. And it's an instant, and it's it kind of free. And it's kind of free. Yeah. <laughs> and, but regrowth puts it into your hand. Yeah. You know, so it, it's hard to say. You know, I, I do like Noxious Revival a lot. And, I, you know, I wasn't necessarily thinking of putting this into my sideboard or into my main deck for Tron, but I did entertain the idea. Because we already have in modern um, the creature that does that, um, Eternal Witness. Yeah, that's true, but that costs three. It and does it's, cost three. And it's two green. Because like the decks, like I definitely see Eternal Witness like running around in a few decks. Really? Yeah, not like top tier again, but it's just yeah. like when people need something like that. Sure. You do have Eternal Witness. It is a creature. It can block and stuff like that just for the one extra green. So. So do you think this might replace it? That's what I'm kind of like. Because if you're running is still sorcery speed. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is sorcery too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Creatures are usually better though because they get. It's a blocker, so it like, does a lot more, right? You, you put it on the battlefield, you block a thing. Right, you yes. You get a thing back. Absolutely. So, like, for the one extra green that I think Ewick gets you is, like... Is worth the body. Like, you almost, yeah. Yeah. Like, you, like, you always you just almost want creatures. Because it's also a 3-2. Yeah. Absolutely. It's nothing to shy no, at, no, so. it's, no, it's a good rate. And, like, people don't play Torbor or anything like that, so... Yeah. Yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if nothing else, you can get some uh, fairly priced regrowth foils. Mm -hmm. But it was just reprinted in, in Masters 25, so yeah. uh, which was the first foil printing. So this one's going to lower the price significantly. But it should I'm be sure. better cardstock. Yes. Yeah, as long as you open your packs after uh, June 7. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next card we're looking at is... Scale Up. Saw this guy, we were talking, we mentioned it earlier how Infect's getting some tools. And this one is one of them. Uh, one green. Until end of turn, target creature you control becomes a green worm with base power and toughness 6-4. Does it still have infect? It just becomes... Because it, it becomes a green worm as well. So it doesn't say it loses abilities. It just gains more. Oh, okay. So if your creature has infect already, yeah. it's still got it. Ooh. Yeah. And it has overload. Yeah. And then so it does have overload as well. I think the overload's still more like... This, is, this can also see play in Commander because you overload it for 6 and then... If you have a bunch of dorks out there, you get just got a bunch of six fours now. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. No, this is great. Yeah, I think what like one mana for six power. That's that's it's power. Really good. In fact, yeah. in fact, can win on turn two with this card. Yes. I think my only critique of this card is it kind of looks like it was done on MS Paint, like the yeah it's, yeah it's not not great yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah Suzanne, pick, pick it up a little bit yeah pick it up yeah <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Rylan's like shaking his head. He's like, you guys are that. mean. <laughs> say whatever you want. <laughs> we do have a friend who plays Infect, so yeah, I'm thinking he'll pick yeah, this up probably. Is, he, yeah, we, I, I messaged him about this and he said he's going to try it. So. Cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah awesome card. Rob. Yeah. Oh, Rob plays Infect? Yes. Yeah, he has Infect. Nice. Greasy. I, I love that. I used to play Infect. Like, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it. It's just yeah. like, I commend you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I play Tron, so what do you want? <laughs> Okay, mongoose, yeah. yeah, Nimble Mongoose is the next card. Moving on to commons. I wanted this in there too. I think Nimble Mongoose is something to mention about getting into modern. So, yeah, 
yeah, so it's one green, it's a one one, it has shroud, um, but it also has threshold, so it gets plus two, plus two, as long as there's seven or more cards in your graveyard. That's threshold. So, um, I was thinking again, like, could this be in the green stompy? Like, yeah. Does it have a way to pitch cards early on? That no. deck? Those creatures die and stuff. Yeah, so if you're but grinding it, a little bit, it's seven. Just, it kind of just puts things down the tax, and then... Yeah, they die. Okay. Yeah. All right, maybe. And it doesn't really play, like, other fetchable cards, but then you could run fetch lands to, like, poly grave rate up more if you are running the Mongoose, and it's, like, for one mana, a 3-3. Three, because three. when you're playing aggro, you don't really, really care about your life total. Yeah. So if you're playing uh, fetch lands in a monocolor deck just to fill up your graveyard, it's not a huge deal. Yeah. Right? Uh, your, your life is just currency. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is cool to have it here. I don't think it's going to make... Obviously, make waves or anything, but nimble mongoose. Yeah, I like it. Okay, next common we're going to talk about is Spring Bloom Druid. It's two and a green for an elf druid 1 1. When Spring Bloom Druid enters the battlefield, you may sacrifice a land. If you do, search your library for up to two basic land cards, put them onto the battlefield tapped, then shuffle your library. So, this card reminded me quite a bit of Harrow, which is two and a green for an instant. And as an additional cost to to cast the spell, sacrifice a land, search your library for up to two basic land cards, put them onto the battlefield, not tapped, then shuffle your library. So Yeah, they are very similar. They, yeah, yeah, they're very similar. Um, I think I kind of like Harrow more. You know, the, the Spring Bloom, you don't have to sacrifice land. It's a man ability. Sure, um, I think if you're you're gonna want to. Yeah, that's the point yeah. of playing the card. Yeah. yeah, and if you're you know, and if you're playing a deck like Lord Windgrace, um, you know, you want to sacrifice the land anyway. So like this would be a good addition to the deck, but I don't think I would get rid of Harrow for this card just because Harrow is instant speed and the lands don't come into play tapped. So really, Harrow is just costing you one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because you sacrifice one of the lands you, you tapped, tapped to, to yeah. pay its cost. Well, <clears throat> if you're playing like a Gitrog monster deck in Commander or something, this card is pretty sweet because you're drawing a card off the land leaving and then you can like sack this guy and you replay him later and then you do it again. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like you have the ability to, um, yeah, to reuse him, to recycle yeah. him. Um, especially in a build like that where you are bringing back a lot of creatures and you're not, in those colors, you're not bringing back a lot yeah. of spells. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I, I think I'm going to try this out in my Lord Windgrace deck. Yeah, like, why not? Yeah. It's a, it's definitely a cool card. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I like the art. Um, I think that foil is going to be cool with his, like, with his, with his crucifix hands. Yeah. Or is it not crucifix, stigmata hands. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be a good foil, you're right. Ooh, Spore Frog. Spore Frog. This card needed a reprint popper style. Because it was getting... It, this card was like 354 bucks For a common and popper? For a Ugh. common from Prophecy originally, I think. What? It had never been reprinted. Yeah. Uh, so Spore Frog is uh, one green for a frog. One, one. Sacrifice Spore Frog. Prevent all combat damage that would be dealt this turn. Yeah, I think it is really just like a nice reprint for the popper players. Also, Commander. There's a lot of uh, graveyard decks that want this card in Commander. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those... Modern though, I don't know how much of a how much impact it'll make. 
Yeah, we don't really see too many decks that uh, utilize fog. Yeah. Yeah. If Spore birth- fog. Yeah. <clears throat> but if birthing pod was a thing, birthing pod would like it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But birthing pod is only <laughs> as a sorcery, right? So you can you can sacrifice this That's true. in response to combat. But you could, uh, doesn't the, oh no, uh, Prime Speaker Vanifar is also mm. sorcery speed. Yep. Because they, yeah. But yeah. Commander likes this, so there you go. Absolutely, yeah. Any recursion deck wants this card. Yeah, and it's a welcome reprint. Absolutely. Yeah, and the and the Prophecy Foil was incredibly expensive oh, for, for a common. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a great uh, foil pickup. It's probably still going to be kind of pricey, but they didn't change the art. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Updated the border, but yeah. Yeah. I think the art's perfect. Yeah. Moving on to the next common in green, Weather the Storm. And it has Storm. The flavor. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's yeah. one and a green for an instant. You gain three life, and it has storm. So you could just gain tons and tons of life. You, know? you could, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know where this card's going to see play, but I thought it was good to talk about as many storm cards as we could, just because the storm. What does uh, Mark Rosewater call that? Um, it's the storm scale, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's the likelihood that a mechanic will be reprinted or reused in a set. And storm is the the you know it's like storm is like a nine yeah, on it's that like up there. on that scale because it's so powerful. Yeah, but it's like again putting on a card like this. Um, if you're coming off of spells, you don't care to gain life. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's why they're like, yeah, why not? Yeah, just throw it on there. Throw it's it on fine. there. Yeah. If some people are having a counterspell battle in Commander and then you're like, eh, I, gain I just gained some life. Yeah. <laughs> it could, you <laughs> know, like, it could win you a game of Commander. You know, I've, Sometimes. I've, I've gained a bunch of life and two people are battling it out and, you know, I'm the second last man standing after yeah. that fight because I gained a bunch of life. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a cool card. Just a cool common. Moving on to the gold cards in the set. Um, Mythics, Kess, Dissident Mage. Yeah. One and uh, Grixis. Uh, blue, black, and red. For a human wizard, 3-4, with flying. During each of your turns, you may cast an instant or sorcery card from your graveyard. If a card cast this way would be put on into your graveyard this turn, exile it instead. So this is a reprint from Commander 2017. She was one of the, you know, like the lieutenants yeah, or sure. the secondary commanders in the deck. <clears throat> Do you guys think this is going to see modern play? It already sees a fair bit of commander play as a commander or as a as one of the 99. I mean, like, Grixis Control is a thing. It's not the better of the control style decks, so people don't really play it because it's just like the worser one. But right, uh, why would you play it? Yeah, yeah. But being able to cast an extra spell every single turn is pretty sweet. I think it'd be actually pretty fun to have a Grixis control deck with her because now, like all the counter spells you cast every single turn, you have more in your graveyard. Like absolutely, yeah. it's got power. So yeah, 
Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I think we were talking about this card before, and, and you had said it's like a Snapcaster every turn. Yeah. Yeah, which is incredibly powerful. And everyone powerful. plays Snapcaster, yeah. so. Oh, yeah. they should anyway, if they yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But, uh, yeah, and, like, we have, like, the new Nicol Bolas as well, a five-mana really strong Planeswalker, like. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, you got two top-end Grixis cards. Like, I don't know, I'd like to brew up some sort of Grixis modern Control, control deck with these cards. This also does kind of curve into Nicol Bolas. If you were to go like four drop, then Nicol Bolas. But you kind of need to be holding up your mana and stuff, so it's hard to say where this fits in. Yeah. yeah. You want to be holding up for Cryptic Command and the like. Exactly, so. Yeah. Good reprint, and for those of you who don't like foil cards, you will now be able to get this card in non-foil. Perfect. Because uh, that's how they do the commanders now in commander decks. That's true. It's got to be foil. There he is. Ooh, I like this card a lot. Um, I've already talked about Lord Windgrace at least once in this episode. Yep. Love that deck. <laughs> uh, the the It's the second Planeswalker in this set. It's Ren and Six. Uh, it's Gruel. It's red and green for a three loyalty Planeswalker. Their plus one is return up to one target land card from your graveyard to your hand. Their minus one is Ren and Six deals one damage to any target. And their minus seven is you get an emblem with instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard have retrace. And retrace is you can pitch a land to, you can discard a land card and cast the spell again, right? But it doesn't get exiled. You can just keep doing that. I believe so. Yeah, because yeah. you are discarding a land. So. Right. Um, yeah, I, I have a two mana planeswalker that's actually good. Yeah, it's like the, it's the second two mana planeswalker we've had. Right, that's and like um, a mythic. I th did we get well? Did we get any uncommon two mana planeswalkers in War of the Spark? No, three no. is the lowest. Okay, so this is the only good two mana planeswalker because the uh, original Tibalt is. Uh, well, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, not very good. No. How did you think this card is actually like really good though? It's fantastic. Yeah. Because yeah. um, if you're thinking so, like if we're on the play. Um, play a land, opponent plays land, and then maybe like a noble hierarch. Turn two, you play a land, play Ren and six, minus one, kill that hierarch. Now we're just in like a really good lead here, right? Absolutely. And then after that, you can just like return a land card from a graveyard to your hand. Um, you've probably like fetched at some point to play a land in the turn, yeah. get that fetch land back, get another land going on. Like, I think this card, if you play it like on the tempo, you are getting just a lot of value there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, if you're running like a lands matter deck, uh, or a deck that wants lands to go to the graveyard and you want to play that, 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 um, you want to juggle lands from your hand to your graveyard to the battlefield, this card is perfect for any deck like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wonder if like we can see like Jund coming back a little bit, maybe trying out this card, um, just because it gets you a lot of value early on. And if you are missing land drops, but you at least like play a fetch land, you you're keep not getting that fetch yeah. land back, get the land out, you know, like you're still getting yeah. your land drops. So no, the ability to play lands from your graveyard is incredibly powerful because you can just keep fetching. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah so mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Great card. Yeah, Love it's a good it. card. Okay. This is uh this is a big one. This is the first sliver. 
It's Wooberg for a 7-7. Seven, seven. And I like that they went back to the 7-7. Seven, seven. With uh, Hive Lord, they made him a 5-5. Five, five. But uh, underpowered, underpowered. Get, like get that six six or seven seven. You got it. You got to do the seven seven because it's <laughs> it's it's five mana, but it's restrictive, right? Yeah. It's one of each color. Yeah, it's tough to cast. It is. So uh, it's a sliver, and has cascade. And the way that cascade works is when you cast the spell, exile cards from the top of your library until you exile a non-land card that costs less. You may cast it without paying its mana cost. Put the exiled cards on the bottom of your library in a random order. So if you decide to not cast the exiled card, it remains in exile, right? Because it's a May ability, you don't have to cast it. Yeah, it would stay in exile. And sliver spells you cast have cascade. Uh, exile cards on the top of your library until you exile an online card. You may cast it without paying its mana cost. Yeah, so it's in exile. So it's in exile, but then it also says, put the exiled cards on the bottom of your ladder in a random order. So oh, so it just goes on the bottom. It, it's going to go on the bottom still. I don't think it remains in exile. You're right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know if I'd build a deck around this particular sliver. You all know my proclivity for the Overlord. I think he's the best. Yep. Uh, but this would be great in the 99. There's so many great cards uh, and so many low cost slivers that you can just cast for f for free and flood the board like you could just go off with this card. This card is hilarious. I would love to cast I I would love to build slivers and commanders to play this deck. I would build slivers in modern and play put this card in there just to see it go off sometimes. Like Absolutely. this card's hilarious. It's yeah, it's incredible. I'm, I'm just sure amazed there's... that they did this. I was hoping for a sliver that gave slivers hexproof. This is this is like Christmas came early this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hexproof one would have been nice, but yeah, this is crazy because I yeah I, I'm looking forward to seeing this card go off. And I like all the cute baby slivers in their little eggs. Yeah, are they cute? I think they're. I mean, the baby ones are cute. Babies are always cute. I mean, not all babies are cute, but these particular ones are like cute okay. for slivers. <laughs> That just seems to fall into the anything that's smaller is cute. Uh, there is some truth to that, but not always. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not always. Um, but yeah, just being able to, like, you know, you cast this, and you, like, get another, like, four-drop sliver, boom, cast that, go again, another three, and you're just, like, casting spells. Absolutely. Yeah. And if your slivers have haste, and they can tap for mana. Oh, man. And, like, and you have an intruder alarm. Just keep Or a going. paradox engine. Yeah. yeah you yeah. just, you probably won the game. <laughs> um, is that, um... <clears throat> There's the new enchantment, the blue enchantment, that uh, turns your creatures all into one kind of creature type. Is that only when they're on the battlefield? I don't know. Uh, I think the one that was in Ixalan does it when they're... It's like Adaptive. In, Adaptive. Yeah, that one's everywhere, I think. Everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah that so one is. So then if you combine that with that, like if you have some bigger creatures in the deck, they're still slivers too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's also Hivestone, which is... Uh, uh, no, that's only creatures you control. So the spell, the creature spells would not yeah, be affected by that. Yeah, because we need to be casting the... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I really do like that they went back to the original form for the slivers. Yeah. In M15, which is a different plane. I understand that. They went... There was a different plane. So they made them look more humanoid. They were more evolved. I think that was what they had said. But I really like that they went back to... Like slivers are really cool looking and getting yeah, back to right. this with like the one original. arm claw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They look like slivers. Yeah, right? you know, it's like it. it's something you wouldn't want to get in in your skin, right? We all hate getting slivers. Yeah, you know. 
Okay, moving on to the rares. Ella Domri's Call. Yeah. Just a great reprint. Great reprint. Yeah. It got reprinted in uh, Masters 25. Uh, it's getting reprinted again for the first time in Modern. Yeah. Do you guys think this is going to see Modern play? Um, I mean... It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It's in, If it was a creature, it would probably see play, but it's an instant, so... Yeah, and like the nice thing about playing like Cord is that it gets it on the battlefield right away. This is still in your hand. Very powerful. Oh, yeah, that's true. And it's this is two different colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. We well, should. Uh, so, oh, sorry, we should have read the card. It's oh. uh, it's gr- it's green and a white for an instant. Search your library for a creature card. Reveal that card. Put it into your hand. Then shuffle your library. So. So like the decks that have green white are running Cord already usually if they're wanting to tutor, and like. Or collected company. Or collected company, yeah, so. which is yeah, yeah, which is better. That grabs two in the battlefield. Cord, you can also tap your creatures with convoke. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's a good reprint, and you know what? Again, we'll wait and see. Sometimes we're magic players can't evaluate cards very well. So yeah, yeah fair enough. <laughs> but but for commander, it's a great card, yeah. and <laughs> and the price has been dropping. So you know, yeah. pick, pick them up now if, yeah. if you need them for your decks. It's true. Ooh. Fallen Shinobi. Oh, I love this card. <laughs> well, then, yeah, you, you take the lead on this one, bud. Uh, three of anything, a blue and a black. It's a 5-4 uh, zombie ninja. And it has ninjutsu. So ninjutsu is a really fun mechanic. Um, you have to pay two and a blue and a black. So you return an unblocked attacker you control to hand, and then you put this card onto the battlefield from your hand, tapped and attacking. Um, and then whenever the Fallen Shinobi deals combat damage to a player, that player exiles the top two cards of their library, until end of turn, you may play those cards without paying their mana cost. That's so broken. It's pretty it's pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty fun. So you do have to get in with a creature unblocked, but once you do, this is in your hand. You pay four mana, so it's one less than its regular casting cost. And it's on the battlefield already. This is the creature dealing the damage to your opponent, so then they are going to exile those two cards right away. If you're lucky, you can hit something. If not... Absolutely. You got a 5-4 on the battlefield now. Yeah. That's right. This yeah. is also play, though, so you can play lands and stuff, too. So you almost can't yes. miss with this card. So is <clears throat> best thing to do would be to attack first, don't play your lands. If you hit a land, you play one of your opponents. There you go. So you're always getting some value from it, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the art here, I love this this art, but do you guys think he's missing this left hand here? And it's I just like a little claw? It. There's a hook, like, tied on top. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was just like he was. Maybe he does have like a nub there. I think he has a stump. Yeah, he has a stump. He has this cloth. Yeah, Yeah. just like a piece of bent metal. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool card. The only thing wrong with this card is it doesn't say legendary creature. Oh, yeah. With commander ninjutsu, like uh, Yuriko. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I could. um, I kind of want to play that card in a modern deck just because I feel it is a little mana intensive, but you're paying four mana for a 5 4. And. Good like you could get some good cards from your opponent, so like it is a little bit random, but again, you can play the card without paying its mana cost. Yeah, that's just, if a card says that. It's yeah, pretty good. <laughs> I, I really want to play against like a polymorph um, um, Emrakul deck and then cast Emrakul with the. Yeah, <laughs> they would con- they would concede. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> All right, the next card we're going to talk about is Cloud Shredder Sliver. It's uh, red and a white for a Sliver 1-1. Sliver creatures you control have flying and haste. 
So if you were looking for a way to make cuts in your Sliver Commander decks, you can go ahead and take out Gale Rider Sliver and Heart Sliver for this guy. But uh, this is probably going to see play in Modern, right? Yeah, I believe this will see play in Modern as well because the Modern Sliver deck is also running Gale Rider Sliver. So you can just cut that. And then I don't think they have the... Uh, I don't think they have Heart Sliver's uh, not modern legal. Yeah, Heart Sliver's not modern legal. But there so. is a there is a three mana sliver. It's two and a red for the same thing. Yeah, and I do believe they play I've seen them play that deck, at least the local one. The couple local players have it. So uh yeah, this is just a pure upgrade and it's much cheaper. One red, one white, and they're also or they uh, usually play the five color lands like Cavern of Souls, uh, Unclaimed Territory. They, and, sometimes they uh, play yeah, Ancient Ziggurat too. Ancient Ziggurat yeah. Yeah. as well. And I think, don't they also have a Sliver Land? Yeah, Sliver Hive. Sliver Hive, yeah. which also which, taps for color five. What, yeah, if you, it taps for one mana of any color, um, but you can only use that mana to cast Sliver Spells. For sliver Spells, which is fine. Cause that's In your Sliver's deck. What you're casting. Yeah. Plus, so, you, you can also pay five to make a 1-1 Sliver token, but you have to control a Sliver. Yeah, like that, and I've seen them play that. So like the Sliver's Late deck game. is just, uh, yeah, it has it all. Yeah. yeah. No, this is just a fantastic card. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I love the art, too. Art's it's very like, good. It's like a bird of prey. Yeah. It looks awesome. Collected Conjuring. This is two, a blue and a red for a sorcery. Exile the top six cards of your library. You may cast up to two targets, well, two sorcery cards with converted mana cost three or less from among them without paying their mana costs. Put the exiled cards not cast this way on the bottom of your library in a random order. So I think we were all thinking collected company. Obviously. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 I just, I feel like that card should have been instant. I think it would be better if it was instant. I just don't think it's that great. I mean, yeah, you could say that about like every sorcery ever, right? <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. But uh, just keeping up like it's it's collected company, except that it's a sorcery. And, oh, yeah. You're right. And it is an instant. Yeah. And um, just, and that would be cool, right? You have this instant that gets lets you play two sorceries. Like that's really cool. I, I, would you be able to play them if you casted at instant speed? Would you be? Able, you wouldn't be able to play the sorceries, right? Well, it would. It would say you play. The, you, it would say um, you could play them, right? You may cast those, up to two of those. So oh, okay. it would be like so that would supersede the. I believe that's how that usually works. Okay, they, I'm pretty sure they've done things like that before, but that's that's how I think it should have been because that would have been cool. Yeah. Uh, this I feel like is kind of lackluster. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because you're paying four mana, did I get two? Potentially two. What if you pay four mana and you get one three mana sorcery? Yeah, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and then, you know, you build like, you build your deck around. You would, you know, if you were doing you that, would, like you do with collected company. But still, you might get, you know, uh, you might get a few. Offhand, I can't think of like really good sorcery spells that are. And from my experience, yeah. I've been playing collected company decks basically since I started playing uh, standard because that was what was in. That was the flavor of the year. But anyway, right. yeah. uh, the math usually comes out that you need 26 is like the low end of creatures to 28, 29 being like the optimum number of creatures to be to have really good, not like collected companies. So you need to have like 28 sorceries in your deck. That's like, that's everything. Yeah, that's yeah, that's everything. When you and, consider yeah. how many lines you're running, you have like 10 cards left. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you have... Uh, all these sorceries, and I don't feel like you can get enough good three mana sorceries that are gonna make it worth it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, hey, it's unfortunate. If it was an instant, though, <laughs> a story. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally I agree. Better. Yeah. And even on top of like Clarity Company, Clarity Company is just one green and three of anything. Clarity yeah. Conjuring is freaking red and blue. That is yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. Way more restrictive. <laughs> yeah. It like doesn't seem like much, but it, it is. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, the next card we're going to talk about is another gold rare, Lightning Skelemental. <laughs> Great name. I love that name. Yeah. I think it's also a pretty good card. It is, yeah. This is a good card, yeah. Yeah. Black and double red for an elemental skeleton. 6-1, trample haste. Whenever Lightning Skelemental deals combat damage to a player, that player discards two cards. At the beginning of the end step, sacrifice Lightning Skelemental. So this card reminds me very much of Ball Lightning. Sure. But yeah. but better. Better, you yeah. know? Absolutely. You get the discard. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah. I th- uh, where would... Where would this see play in modern if it did? Is there a deck that it would fit into? Um, Not quite. Well, there. Well, yeah, because like the the black makes it a bit more difficult. Right. Yeah. Because um, burn. Because it's like, like Boros burn. Yeah. yeah. And there's usually like some more budget burn decks that will kind of run things like that. But there's that like Bexing Devil, which I think is a little bit better. And right. Uh, I'm trying to think of that deck that is running around. That runs like the pelt collector and stuff. So it has these <clears throat> creatures that enter the battlefield with a lot of toughness, or sorry, power, and then they get all these plus one plus one counters. Uh, there's the evolve guy, experiment one, experimental one, yeah, and uh, pelt collector. So, so maybe, they both evolve and like they get bigger. And like when if you have the pelt collector out, the pelt collector cares about entering and dying. Yeah. So if you have like a pelt collector out there, and you play this. Your pelt collector is now a three three, just from playing this. Because it's going to die no matter what. But now you're playing John Pelt Collector, so it's a bit of a stretch. And this guy is red, red, black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's tough. Yeah, to play this on th- on three, you have to get the right the right lands. You have to be in some kind of like Rakdos <clears throat> aggro deck. But we'll, I don't know, we'll have to wait and see. I actually might pick up a couple because I, uh, against control decks and the sideboard for Death Shadow, um, if someone was really trying to get like. Um, card advantage over top of me if I have this in there now they always have to discard two cards if I hit them with it yeah and it gets damaged through too so it does yeah or they have to you know deal with it by using a spell yeah or if you can mm-hmm. just path it then they're okay but yeah yeah yeah, yeah so. I, I like it a lot cool card yeah yeah okay next card we're gonna talk about is reap the past or was this one of my picks I don't know well, I, I I don't I don't love this card, but it's uh, it's X a red and a green for a sorcery. Return X cards at random from your graveyard to your hand. Exile reap the past. This card I think is actually pretty powerful. Because, okay. You know, like even in commander, I mean, your graveyard, even when it's getting to be pretty big, like how many cards does it have in it? Like thirteen, and that's like or like ten to thirteen, and that's a big game. If you put all your mana into this, you cast it for six or seven, you're getting like five or six cards. You're getting like half your graveyard back. Yeah, and if you have more mana, you can get more cards yeah. back. And, you know, cards like this, they they have a very high ceiling. Yeah. They, they look good, but they also have a very low floor. They do have a very low floor. That's That's true. Um, and you know, that's just something to be cautious about with cards like this because sure. it, it, it is powerful. Yep. Um, but you know, if it does say at random, 
It does I don't, seem I don't, random. So like, it's like, how many cards do I have in my graveyard? Okay, I got I got a dozen. Okay, 12 mana. Okay, 14 mana. Okay, I can do it. I can get all of them back. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, we'll have to wait and see, but uh, I feel like there is the potential that you could be getting like 70, 80% of your graveyard back in that commander game with this. Definitely, so, yeah. If the game goes you get late. get those cards again? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We're not going to see this in modern, but... Uh, no, of course not. But in commander, yeah. this, commander. this is... Got potential, and they put Exile Reap the Past on there because they're worried about this card. They only put that on cards where they're worried about them being super busted. So, well, yeah. you take take an extra turn. Yeah, which they didn't do with Nexus of Fate. What a mistake! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were they thinking? Yeah, Firebox promo. <laughs> okay, this is a Rylan pick. Lava Belly Sliver. Yeah, the Sliver is also very good. Sliver is you control. So Lava Belly Sliver is one and a red and a white. Slivers you control have whenever this Sliver enters the battlefield, deals one damage target creature or player, and you gain a life. Uh, uh, yeah, Sliver is pretty good. I don't know why I put this one on here. Actually, I think I might have misplaced this one as the Boros Reckoner one, because that card is nuts. Gotcha. But uh, this card is still fine. Like, you play this in... Uh, in your commander deck, and you get the it's, Cascade guy. It's, it's good, yeah, it's good in commander. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no, I might have, uh, I think I just took this guy as the uh, the red one. The Boris sure. That's all good. It was nice to see it again. Next gold uncommon is Rot Widow Pack. I just realized how freaky the art is on this card. Right? Yeah. <laughs> all those spiders coming up after you. No kidding. <laughs> uh, so it's two of anything, a black and a green. It has reach. And then the ability, uh, three of anything, a black and green. Exile a creature card from your graveyard. Uh, create a 1-2 green spider creature token with reach. Then each opponent loses one life for each spider you control. So I just think this card has extra value to it because you can, if you are making a lot of spiders... You can really dome people for a decent amount of damage. Um, also, if you have problems with like trying to block yeah. creatures, someone can be attacking you. You can, at instant speed, make something to block with. Still, Arachnogenesis. Yeah. 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 This is, uh, <laughs> it's like Ishkana. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, I like Ishkana. Yeah, and it's like the first time you're doing it, it's three. The second time you're doing it, it's six. It's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes or, sorry, they five, three, and then five. Yeah. Seven, Some, yeah. Sometimes they print cards for one specific commander, and those those players are just like, yes, my Ishkana yes. deck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need this. Ooh, yeah. Here we go. Now, this yeah. is a card that's... Uh, so we got a Soul Herder. is a one, a blue, and a white. And you know, whenever a creature is exiled... Or sorry. Whenever a creature is exiled from the battlefield, put a 1-1 one, one counter on Soul Herder. At the beginning of your end step, you may exile another creature or target creature you control, then return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. So it's a creature, it's a spirit. It's not going to fit into the traditional spirit stack, I don't think. I've been racking my brain trying to figure out how, but you need too many other pieces. It's not going to work. Right, yeah. But yeah. where I do think this could fit is in some kind of like flicker deck where you're flickering flicker wisp and getting into all kinds of nonsense and putting all kinds of stuff on the battlefield. Uh, like all kinds of things come to mind. Like I was thinking some kind of Bant flicker deck where you have uh, like uh, Reflector Mage and Knight of Autumn. Oh, I hate Reflector oh, yeah. Mage. Uh, I, mean, I love it too. The new Deputy yeah. Attention. Possibilities are endless. But so uh, yeah, this card is just, yeah, start brewing. Yeah, I think also like Astral Slide. Yeah. 
with this card just oh, like yeah. pop this in that deck because you're exiling things this keeps getting stronger mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and the art on this card is just beautiful it's great it's um Seb McKinnon yeah oh god go. yeah, he, he got me that. again he got me again oh <laughs> uh, yeah the art is freaking gorgeous just like the bright sun but then it's just like night sky Behind over the him, creature yeah. like yeah, oh what a super it's great. sort of like, like half-life like the striders yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very cool yeah kind of makes you think of like attack on titan kind oh of, yeah like, yeah almost, absolutely yeah it's, yeah it's freaky yeah awesome awesome card i'm yeah. also throwing this in my aminatu commander deck oh yeah blinking all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs> pop that in there this even helps you abuse etb abilities because even it itself will let you exile things at your end step yeah 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 greasy <laughs> <laughs> but good okay the next card we're going to talk about is Morophon the Boundless. Get into the colorless stuff here. So oh, yeah. First mythic, Morphon the Boundless is seven of anything. It's a changeling, so it's every creature type. As it enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Spells of the chosen type you cast cost Wooburg less to cast. This effect reduces only the amount of colored mana you pay. So if you have something that's like red green white and then like three of anything it only reduces the red green white you still mm-hmm. have to pay the three of anything yeah which is such a oh no such a tax oh, oh boy colorless mana <laughs> oh uh, other creatures you control of the chosen type get plus one plus one as well so that's just a nice cherry on top they didn't even need to put he that in that there. on there yeah but no. fine. I'll, it's great yeah, yeah. Makes, <clears throat> makes him a real lord yeah right exactly yeah, yeah. um yeah it so. is a legendary creature as well so if you have a tribe you want to play and you're looking for a commander, yeah. now you have one. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's, your prayers have been answered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, just a super cool card. And like, you know, Fist of Sons, uh, Wooburg, or, or spells you cast cause Wooburg less to cast. With this card, you can just cast all your, we should have named the podcast Wooburg. I mean, I think we've said it about a dozen times on this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, you know, that those two cards... You know, not necessarily uh, an not an it's not an infinite mana combo, but you know, cards f- f- that are Wooburg cost, you can just wheel them and deal them. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the swords. Sweet. Moving on to artifacts. So I this is just like a, a sidebar, but uh, do you guys have anything? You want to say about this? I didn't think it was anything to write home about. I think the next one's kind of interesting, but this one is one, is yeah, very it's narrow. Kind of lackluster. Yeah. It's like, eh. Yeah, it's very narrow. Eh. Just what it does. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I like the effect, but it's like so much. I don't know, actually. Not the way I think about it. The proliferate deck, I might try it, but it, it's so hard to get. Like, it's five mana. Yeah. It's like you play it on turn three, turn four, you can equip something and attack with and it. And, like, not a lot of people are playing white-blue. Well... <laughs> white-blue control. Get <laughs> out of here. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it dodges, like, um, the, path I mean, and stuff, too. The original, like, the original swords are kind of busted, and none of them see play in modern, so... That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we can just skip right over them, then. Um, and, like, this one sucks because it's target... Planeswalker, like what the hell, guys? This one is actually, this one I think is even worse. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I agree. Because it's so narrow. Yeah. It should have been <clears throat> target War of the Spark. We have a bunch of Planeswalkers. W- which is fair, but it should have been it should have been target creature or Planeswalker, because Planeswalker is too oh, yeah. narrow. 
Yeah. Not a lot of people have, like, I mean, yes, there's a lot more now, but... It's still... <clears throat> it's still... Who yeah. cares? It still doesn't change the way that we play the game. No. Which is creatures and, and damage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, okay. Let's... So we're going to move on to the Mox in this set. Mox Tantalite. You hear that word Mox? You're like, ooh. Ooh, yeah, I get it. It's like I yeah. get that spice going. <laughs> <laughs> it's an artifact, and it has suspend three. Dash zero. That's like, I mean, I know how suspend that, works, but I'm just reading it verbatim. Sure. Oh. That's the mana cost you have to pay to suspend it. Right. Is nothing. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, you have to, it's like Lotus Bloom. Yes. Right. So rather than pay, rather than cast this card from your hand, pay zero and exile it with three time counters on it. At the beginning of your upkeep, remove a time counter. When the last is removed, cast it without paying its mana cost. And its ability is add one mana of any color to your mana pool. So it's not a not not a fantastic card, but no. I think this will see commander play. Sure, yeah, it's just like a free mana rock. Right, yeah. because cards like Lotus Bloom, which has the same cost, and Lotus Bloom is a strictly worse... Um, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank Black list. Black Lotus. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, no. Um, and, you know, people still play that card. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, fine card. I think this Mox will see play. You drop that on turn one by turn three... You've ran four mana. And Best it's, case scenario. Yeah. And it's mana of any color, so it fixes you. Absolutely. Yeah. I like Would, it. I think it's overpriced at this point. I think in the same way that Mox Amber was overpriced. And I think this is better than Mox Amber. Because, you know, you have to wait for it. But with Mox Amber, if you don't have a legendary creature or planeswalker in play, nothing. it does nothing. Yeah. Do you think it would be too broken if it was at two mana? Yes. Of one of any, like it, the, the the mana you're adding has to be two of the same color of any color. Yeah, you know what? Yes. I don't. I don't think it would be broken uh, in commander, but I think if you reduce the suspend cost or the the suspend counters, and it was still one mana, and it was playable in modern, I think it would be too broken then. But sure. where it is now, I think it's. I think it's all good. Yeah. And the great thing about suspend spells is you can cast them. If they cost zero, you can cast them for zero and you're not you're not casting it, so it can't be countered. And then, you know, at the time uh, that you cast it, you are casting it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just sort of a, an interesting interaction. Yeah, it's such a weird one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they didn't add anything in this set to remove time counters. Nope. Like they did in the um, when we first saw suspend in the yeah. time spiral block. Yeah. Yeah. Cool card, nonetheless. Yep. Okay, moving on to the rares. A reprint. Didn't you? I don't think so. Okay. No, this I, is me. Sure. Altar of Dementia. Two mana for an artifact. Sacrifice creature. Target player puts a number of cards equal to the sacrificed creature's power from the top of their library into their graveyard. So I used to run this in my uh, Fenix commander deck, which is probably a bad idea because you're really concerned with toughness in that build. Yeah. But like we said earlier, a, a sacrifice outlet... Well, a sacrifice outlet where you don't have to pay mana is very powerful. Always. And, it, and if you have this on the field and somebody board wipes and you have a bunch of creatures, you can mill them 
for a ton of cards. Your creatures are dying anyways, so. Absolutely. Or somebody targets one of your creatures. Yeah. I'm going to sacrifice in response and mill you a bunch of cards. Yeah. Just, just hope that they're not playing a recursion deck. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, just a good reprint. Yeah. Very solid reprint. And they kept and they kept the Tempest art, which I like. Yeah, yeah. Also, like again, uh, you can infinite mill somebody. Oh yeah, of yeah. course you can. Even in yeah. modern, yeah. so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> again, we can like knock oh, yeah, one this one is counters the, on things. This is the first time this has been modern legal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, let's get that uh, modern infinite mill combo going. Yep. Oh yeah, I used to I used to run an infinite mill combo in modern. I wasn't using Alter Dementia though. Obviously. Actually, so. <laughs> From like Horizons, we have the the mage that grabs a two drop. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah, so grab that. Some other creature tutors. You can kind of like tutor for your combo. Right. Yeah, that's only sixty cards to mill. Yeah, not that many. Yeah, especially when they've already drawn seven. There you go. Fifty three. <laughs> Ahead of the game. Yeah. <laughs> the next rare we're going to talk about is Scrapyard Recombiner. Is that right? Yep. Yep, that's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this guy is a three cost of anything. Modular two. So this creature enters the battlefield with two one one counters on it. When it dies, you may pay. You may put its one one counters on target artifact creature. Uh, you can tap it to sacrifice an artifact. Search your library for a construct card. Reveal it. Put it in your hand. Then shuffle your library. So this card can grab any construct. There's a couple of constructs right now that are actually really good. We have Hangerback Walker, and we have Walking Ballista. Both of those are constructs that that card can grab. Oh, that's so, yeah. so good. I'm wondering if, like, Hardened Scales can just, like, slot this card in there as a tutor for the other construct, because they both play Hangerback and Walking Ballista, so... Very well could, and it's modular, so it's not like it really costs them anything. Yeah. Yeah, this exactly. Car, this card's really good. This card's so, very good. Yeah. I, I can definitely see it coming up in some play. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Sacrificed <laughs> artifact, just it's so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to uncommons. First one I want to talk about is birthing bows. It's uh, three colorless mana for an artifact, and its ability is pay for tap create a two two colorless shapeshifter creature token with changeling. This card's gonna be great in those commander tribal decks. With, that care about enter the battlefield triggers, and especially those commander tribal decks where you don't have a, a critical mass of that creature type to m have made the deck work in the past. And with Morophon, especially if you don't have a commander, you can use him. Yeah. Even if you don't want to run a five-color deck. Totally. <clears throat> um, you're just like, if, if your tribe cares about having more of that type of creature out, this helps a lot. And again, with like the ETB effects as well. So it's just like some useful tech for your tribal decks, I think. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Just a cool card. Nice, nice card. So here's a question. Yeah. Is changeling a creature type? No, I think it's a... Uh, it's a mechanic, I know. It's, a, but it's, yeah. like, it's like, it feels like it should be a creature type because it's every creature type. But I guess that's like, is black a color? <laughs> I think it's a, no, black is a shade. Black is a shade. Yeah, black is a shade. It's the absence of color. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, there's only heat. There's no cold. That's true. Sure. Yeah. All right, well, you know, let's not go down that rabbit hole. I feel like I can feel it coming on and then, uh, you know. You can feel the heat. That's all I can feel, actually. 
<laughs> and I think I just covered that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're finally at the cycle of cards that I'm most excited about for this set. Is they, that they finally completed the talisman cycle. So they started this back in modern with the allied colors. And, you know, they're always giving the enemy colors the shaft. Yeah. Right? Um, so these mana rocks are, they're all two mana mana rocks. And they're talismans of, we have talisman of conviction, talisman of creativity, talisman of curiosity, talisman of hierarchy, and talisman of resistance. And each one is a pairing of the enemy colors. And they all read, add a colorless mana to your mana pool or add a, for instance, Talisman of Conviction is the Boros one. It adds a red and a white to your mana pool. And when it does that, it deals one damage to you. This is just a great addition to those commander decks that are enemy colored. Uh, their mana bases where you don't, you know, you, you can just slot out a three color mana rock or a three cost mana rock and put this in. Yeah, it's just another like nice way to like mana fix your deck. Absolutely. And I mean, it is just like later, it can just ramp you too because it is just the one color. So you know, where you are taking damage all the time. Yeah, you have 40 life. You don't care about damage. And yeah. you can search for it with Tribute Mage. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, just a great addition to Commander decks. These aren't going to see play in Modern. Yeah, but they're good to have. Absolutely. Okay. We've uh, gotten to the lands in this set. Ooh, yeah. The, uh, what I like to call the Horizon Canopy land cycle. Sure. <laughs> what they do don't have a name for this yet. No, so. they, they don't have a name for them. Yeah, and no one's come up with one yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the only land we've had like this is Horizon, Horizon Canopy. Canopy. So these are, again, the enemy colors. Because I guess if they did the allied colors, they'd have to reprint Horizon Canopy. And that would take a hit. Yeah, that or there would be only four, and uh, also like they said, yeah, they said there wasn't going to be any reprints, so yeah, it's hard to say. Right. After no. Yeah. No, no modern reprints. reprints. Like, yeah. Don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, these are definitely welcome addition. Like these are awesome, and and I think a lot of people didn't think that this was ever going to happen. So. No, no, because yeah. when, when was when was Horizons was, uh, um, Future Sight, Horizon Future Sight, right? Because yeah. it had that alternate border, which I love, by yeah. the way. I wish they would do more of that alternate border. I know a lot of people are, you know, it's sort of a polarizing topic, but I like that border a lot. That's cool too. I like it when they shake things up like that. But absolutely, uh, I think yeah. they were saying that there probably won't be. Oh yeah, no, there'll be. There might be another Future Sight, but they're saying there won't be another uh, Planar Chaos. Like twist everything. Yeah, yeah. Like that. They like doing that. Yeah. That was planar chaos is great for commander. Like if you guys are ever wondering, harmonize. You know, if you're playing a monocolor deck and you want an effect that you don't normally find in that color, go on uh, like Card Kingdom and search through planar chaos in that color, and you're gonna find effects that you wouldn't normally find because yeah. that's what that set was all about. Yeah. yeah. That's where damnation came from too. Damnation was the white. And it was literally just color shifted and the art was the same. They just made it black. Absolutely. Yep, that's yeah. where that came from, yeah. Fantastic card. <laughs> yeah. Super played card, too. I so. think uh, my, my only complaint with these cards is the art. I think it's a little lackluster. I don't know Bradley. Except this one, which is Seb again. <laughs> yeah, this one is the best one. Yeah, the, yeah, the Orzov one is... I, I like I like best the other ones I, I you know I just found them a little boring. I like I like I like the nourishing I like this one I don't I think the the fiery islet sorry so I like fire I don't like fiery islet so much yeah you I like, do the like peatland per peatland 
Um, Seb has the best. Seb yeah. has the best, yeah. Silent clearing. Yeah. But and I but I find Sunbay Canyon to be uninspiring as as a name. I feel like the name yeah. could be. They could even change the name of the card. Yeah. It's like eh. But I want also too. Like I think they're starting to run out of land. Ning's the name of the land. <laughs> so. And the the best names were on I, the duels. So. I do kind of like, like this one's okay. I like, yeah I do like the waterlog grove. Uh, it's I think it's I think it's second best for me. Yes, yeah, no, Water, I do like Waterlog Grove, and that's the one I plan on getting because it's uh, green blue is good color combination right now. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm like I'm on the fence of grabbing the Fiery Islet, um, just because like uh, Death Shadow already doesn't run very many lands, so I'm not sure if I can take one of the land slot. So I'm on the fence. I think you give it one in. And you think so? And it hurts you too, which is what you want. Yeah, that's, that is, that's that what's is, yeah. So, so great about it. Yeah. And you just sacrifice it later for card draw if you need exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's so good about these, so. Yeah. I definitely see these, like, being a staple, hands down. Especially yeah. this one in Boros. This burn. one. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, this one Sunday is... Sunday Canyon? Yeah. Yeah. Burn. Burn, burn runs four of these, I think. Yeah, yeah burn oh, yeah. right away four. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. Scary. It's going <laughs> to yeah, it's gonna be rough. Yeah, like, it just made... And it runs, I think, like... 17 to 19 lands like run, or yeah it's very low it's under 20 and yeah, now yeah. you have just you're just so much leaner yeah great thank you watsy yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh the the next land we're going to talk about is hall of helioids generosity it's a legendary land add a colorless to your mana pool because like you couldn't be white that's that's fine <laughs> one in, the ability's white it's like you can't tap for white though one in a white yeah one in a white <laughs> tap put target enchantment card from your graveyard on top of your library so this card is obviously for an enchantress build yep and yeah. you know you 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 put the, the enchantment on top of your deck you have an enchantresses in play you play another enchantment to get that card back that's you know that's an ideal situation for this card but you know, for for the players that have enchantress decks, put this card in your deck. It is fantastic. Yeah, I would say uh, like I think even in modern, like Bogles could play one of one or two of these. So oh, really? yeah, interesting. Toss back on top. Yeah, totally. Cool. Yeah, I hadn't, um, I hadn't thought of that. And Zer, Zer the Enchanter likes this card too. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. Been mean to revive my Zer deck. It was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Zer's good. And I get nuts without playing in that stupid five dollar format. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. You wanna get nuts? Okay, Prismatic Vista. This is sweet. It's fantastic. It's yeah. it's a land, pay one life, sacrifice Prismatic Vista, search your library for a basic land card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle your library. Yeah. So this is just a better Terramorphic Expanse and uh, Evolving Wilds, right? Yeah. yeah. It's that middle ground between Evolving Wilds and Fetchlands. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. No, I think this card is going to get very, very pricey. Yeah. It'll be... I think it'll be... It's like a budget Fetchland. Yeah. I think it'll be reasonable for now like while it's out. But yeah, after... When this set's done printing and a couple years after this card will be pricey. Yeah. But right now, it's really good just if you need some, like, budget tutor, like, land fetching. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to have a bunch of these to put in my commander decks. Yeah, for sure. And at this point, it's actually not that much cheaper than, like, a Windswept Teeth. Is this card $20? It's not quite $20, but it's, like, in the $15 range right okay, now. Wow. Right? This set yeah. comes out next Friday, so yeah, things are going to change. 25 Yeah. Yeah. Man, like, 10 bucks. 
The tough thing also about this bucks. set is that <laughs> I find there's a lot of kind of cards that you don't really care for, and there's like the ratio of like kind of junky cards to cards you really wanted. It's not great. Not the best. I, yeah. I agree. I agree, yeah. man. The EV is actually kind of low on this set. Yeah. Unfortunately okay. to say, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the full art snow-covered lands. So lands, snow-covered lands have been legal and modern since its inception. For a while, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cold Snap um, finished off the Ice Age block, and we got snow-covered lands. Um, you know, it's it's great that there's they're full art, but I got to say, again, the art is a little bit uh, lackluster for me. I think I want to see these in person. Yeah, let me see. I like the forests. I also like the island. The Christmas trees? Yeah. Yeah. I, like I think forest. that's what they are. I like how the, I don't know, I just like the art. I don't care for it. I don't care for the other ones. Though. I'd have to agree. Uh, I, like this, I like the swirls in the island. That's what I like about it so I much. I like it too, but I don't like how it looks very similar to the mountain. Yeah, that's fine. Because it's just like, why, is, why does the island look like a mountain? And I don't like how they all look very similar except for the swamp. Yeah. The swamp has, like, everything has, like... The swirls and the... The swirls and, like, the pokes and stuff in it. Is it all Titus Lunter, too? It is. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he was he was the one doing, like, the idea behind it of being able to, like, see the other lands in the background of the land. Oh, yeah. So if you, like, zoom in, you can, like, see... Yeah, that makes sense. But still, I, I yeah. I do like the forest, though. The forest is nice. I don't really like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with the swamp. Well, you know, I think you're in luck because I think the original snow lands are starting to come down a bit because of these, and you can just buy into those. I, you know, I, I bought into snow lands inadvertently uh, before they got really popular because I ended up building half a dozen monocolored commander decks, okay. and I just oh, yeah. threw extra planar lands in all of them because <laughs> uh, it's a three-mana ramp spell that just like, you do. doubles all your... Eh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what you should do. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <clears throat> we have one last little tidbit before we wrap it up. We do. We're going to talk about the... I like these cards. The cycling lands. Yeah, so uh, they did reprint the cycling lands. Originally printed in Onslaught. Yeah, so they're pretty yeah. old. So mm -hmm. nice little reprint, but I do like putting these in my decks just because, like, they do enter tapped, but you'll probably only be playing these when you pick them up early as well. Um, and then if you pick them up later game, you can just cycle them away. You, you like playing? You don't like playing these in modern though. No, no. Uh, totally commander. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't really play these in commander. I think I would rather play the dual ones. You can. That cycle. Yeah. That cycle. Yeah. That cycle. Uh, and in this a mod two to cycle. This only costs but one. These are color. Those are colors. To color cycle two. Yeah, so it's worth it. And then there are the Urza lands, the Urza cycling lands from Urza Saga that have cycling, but you have you can pay two colorless. Yeah. It's not it's not as restrictive. Um, yeah, these these are great these are great cards in commander like late game if you need to pitch them. Uh, like mid game, like the f like turn four or five, you don't want to draw these. No, that, no, no, it's it's a bad draw. No. But yeah, just a good um, good reprints. Uh, the foils were getting pretty pricey from onslaught. That was the only way you could get them foil. They get printed in every commander set. Yeah. So, pick up your foils and enjoy them, because they didn't really change the art from onslaught Too much. Yeah. at all. I don't think they changed it at all, honestly, since onslaught. Certainly, well, that's an onslaught image. <laughs> uh, so, are we, uh, as you were saying about EVs before, um, how happy are you guys with the set? Do you feel like 
because we've been obviously we like to talk about commander a lot i feel sometimes like this set has a lot more for it that's pointed towards commander than it did for modern i think so. i think it does i think it's I more think of it a commander masters than than a modern horizons yeah yeah i would agree with that and the ev doesn't seem great so i plan to just buy the singles i want me too and and you know i think that because commander is such a diverse format without a a clear meta unless you're talking about CEDH it's it's easier and they have more freedom and less fear to print new cards into the format whereas with modern there's a clear meta cards are more the cards in the meta are more valuable and they don't want to upset enfranchised players by printing new cards and forcing those players to change their decks or build new decks or worse sell their cards, and stop playing Magic. Yeah, or imagine if they printed something that ousted a card that, yeah, the franchise players are invested in. Like, it's something that ousted Snapcaster Mage. Or if I they printed a cycle of better fetch lands. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how you do that, but I guess don't pay one life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's actually, those are some really good points. Or I really they, wanted to be yeah. excited for, like, a good, just, like, 20 to 30 cards, like, into modern to, like, shake up what's happening a little bit so far you know yeah no, and like me too and one thing i'm disappointed about i think is that it, it feels like uh the like humans and phoenix get the biggest benefits out of this and it was supposed to be aimed at the tier two and tier three decks yeah yeah to and make them closer to one yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow they've put it more towards some tier one decks and it's just like they don't need more tools, tools guys yeah. why yeah and then like slivers did get a yeah, bunch i was gonna but... say that was like yeah Slivers yeah. got an upgrade. Yeah, thumbs yeah. up for Slivers. Yeah, which yeah. I want, would like to invest or to buy my way into. This is pretty fun. So. Slivers is yeah. Slivers yeah. Is it's fun. just yeah, they're just fun. Yeah, you know, Lo yeah, love them or hate them, they're fun. Yeah, no, it's a good deck. Uh, if you like synergy, Slivers is the end all be all for synergy. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I might try some Mardu again because I do really like that Pyromancer card. Yeah, um, it's probably like maybe my favorite card from the set, I think. Yeah, Season cool. Pyromancer. Yeah, Do you guys very, have a favorite card at all? I'm very excited for the Talisman cycle. You really are that, that yeah, cycle. Yeah, I'm just yeah. glad that they completed it. And, like, there's... I have quite a few, like, enemy uh, colored commander decks that I just want to slot a nice foil one of those in and, and and be done with it and take out, you know, like a Darksteel Ingot. I know Darksteel Ingot is indestructible, but how often does that... Is that... Um, does that come up, yeah, right? Yeah, people don't go after that card. Right? Yeah, exactly. Anything what, you really like? Yeah, what did you like, Brown? Uh, I think my uh, thing I'm looking forward to is bringing around uh, the new Spirit uh, Soul Herder. So. Yeah, nice. that's a very cool card. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's going to do it for the final installment of our Modern Horizons set review. We'll be back next week talking about our pet cards, which we tease in the past, but you know, this time you guys... Sometimes are, things happen. Yeah, so. stuff happens, but this time We're you're, you're going to get it for sure. Rylan, we want to thank you again for joining us to complete this set review. Thanks for coming down. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me, and uh, hope you'll have me around again. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, we're currently doing our June giveaway of three War of the Spark packs. That's happening on our Instagram page, and you can enter that giveaway by finding the Instagram post following our post for our episode on how to play faster, following the instructions on that post, and you'll be entered for a chance to win those packs. We'll be announcing the winner of that giveaway on July 1st, at which point we'll be starting our July giveaway. If you'd like to get in touch with us, 
or ask us any questions, you can find us at turn one soul ring, the podcast at gmail.com on Instagram at turn one soul ring underscore the podcast. And you can follow me on Instagram at command beacon. You can find us on Apple podcast, Google play and SoundCloud. You can also find us on YouTube. But again, when you're searching for a channel on YouTube, you'll need to search turn one soul ring, all one word, because there's another guy on YouTube, you know, it's a, it's a popular term one play. Yep. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys and girls next week. Stay frosty. What do you, what do you got, Ryan? Do you have like a, you have one? Hang in there. That's a good, that's a good, it's like the kitty, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Go get them, tigers. Turn one soul ring. So, remember we were talking before, just like when those alternate art cards got launched, and it's like, oh, they shouldn't be so so bad. Like Liliana, the, like the oh, the, the prices. Liliana's fucking bonkers. I was just listening to that episode today. Yeah. And yeah, you you were like, I want to get a whole set, and I'm like, yeah, and and we were like. Were the foil cards, like, are there going to be foils? And we didn't know. And f- the foil cards are insanely Lily priced. It's like 1500 Is that what she's at now? Oh, my oh, God. She was, yeah, that was like Fusion's sold out price. It was $1,500 bucks Canadian. Come on, please. I was like, what Who's, the hell? That's not. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to make a lump sum mortgage payment for that. I'm not buying a Liliana. And a I foil do understand Liliana. that, like, like, I just want it because the Final Fantasy artist, but they're all, so, like, he's a popular artist. Liliana's yeah. most popular. Just put them together. They're also yeah. completely sold out of all of those cards in Winnipeg. Wow. Actually, the Japanese packs. Yeah, like, I haven't checked some other stores, but yeah. when I was at Fusion, they were sold out. Well, I wonder if you can get boxes of those on Amazon. Like the, the Asian boxes. What's the foil say? 1500 Yeah, it's 1500 still. That's ridiculous. What's the regular? I can't believe it. That's like a, I'd rather What's buy a mox. I know. Oh, like, <laughs> like the regular foil one? No, no, no. no like the non-foil Japanese art. Non-foil. 170. Yeah, Eric didn't, oh, yeah, it's just Eric, up. Eric didn't sure. specify ten, that he wanted a non-foil. 10 times foil multiplier. Yeah, that doesn't... Um, that's, wow. That's that's cr- how often have we seen a 10 times that's foil criminal. multiplier? Yeah. Wow. I don't like that. <laughs>